Hello friends. Today we're going to be talking about toxic people, what they look like, what they do, and what we can call them. Hi friends, this is Bethany Jennings and you're listening to We Should Talk. It's a podcast where we talk about anything and everything to encourage, equip, and empower you to be a decent human. Let's talk. All right, so let's just dive right in. Um, I don't know how long this episode will be. I have no range. But I want to talk about six types of toxic people. And I'm sure some of these are intermingled and their toxicity overlaps different labels. But I just want to talk about it right quick. Um, And then while I'm doing it, I want you to think of, um, first of all, I want you to look at yourself and say, am I this person and how can I be better for my friends, better for my family? Um, And then I want you to look at those around you and um, recognize, recognize the traits that I'm going to talk about, recognize the behaviors that I'm going to talk about. And once you identify the people that are consistently using these behaviors, um, I need you to do an evaluation and see, are these people worth keeping in my life on a consistent basis? Do we need to back up our relationship from friends, close, close friends to acquaintance? It's something to think about. Um, there's no friend worth your sanity. There is no friend worth your mental health or the health of your family unit. So, Um, we need to look at it. So types of toxic people. The first one we're going to talk about, this is a real buzzword right now. Everybody just loves using this label right now. Uh, the narcissist. What is the narcissist? Well, there's an actual description and like diagnosis that you have to use, um, to first someone to really be labeled a narcissist, but we're not going to get into that today. I'm just going to talk about a few behaviors within a relationship that could be indicators that you're dealing with a toxic person who has narcissistic tendencies. We're not going to call them a narcissist, but they have narcissistic tendencies. Um, They only care about themselves. They, They only care that they are okay, that they are entertained, or that their needs are met. Um, They lack empathy. When you need help, they don't, they can't even see the need. I know I, I don't feel for you. I have no compassion for you. They lack empathy. And the reason they do is they really believe most of the time that they are better than everyone else around them. Somehow they're above everyone else around them. Um, again, we're not going to get into the, um, exact, uh, definition by the uh, the psychological definition of a narcissist, but something to think about. Um, are you friends with someone who really only cares about themselves and is more than willing to take from you, but is never available when you need something from them? Um, there's a difference in tough love and no empathy. I think we need to um, recognize that. 
And do they act like they're better than everybody? They act like they're above everybody. Like they can't be bothered with the little people. Are you that person? Is that person in your life? The next one, the energy vampire. So the narcissist was the first one. The vampires are next one. What does this vampire do? This person drains you of energy and they overwhelm you. Um, it's like every time you're with them, you leave exhausted. Every time you're with them, your chest gets tight or your brain gets foggy, um, which uh, can be indicators of anxiety. This person creates problems and then they feed on the negativity. So they drain you of energy and they feed on negativity. They'll create the issue and then just be shocked, so shocked at all the negativity surrounding the issue that they themselves created. And, you know, if, if you try to confront it, it, a lot of times they'll criticize you. They'll flip it and criticize you or they'll bully you into doing what they want you to do. Well, I can't believe you can't come over here. I feel like you never come over here. And it can sound like concern. But at one point, you have communicated that you just can't right now. And they keep pushing the issue. That's bullying, believe it or not. An energy vampire. They make you feel tense. They put you down for no reason. They make fun of you for no reason. And they can't really be happy for anyone else's good fortune. Which leads us to the third one. We had the narcissist, the vampire. Now we have the green-eyed monster. The green-eyed monster cannot be happy for other people's good fortune. They can't just be happy that someone's having a good day. They can't just be happy that someone's married. They can't just be happy that someone's grandkids are cute. They can't just be happy that um, that someone's marriage is going well. They can't, they just can't be happy for them. They doubt, you know. Oh, I just I don't know why. I don't know why. They think they have a good marriage. I mean, oh my God. And they'll just talk it down. They'll talk it down. Um, it's jealousy. It's jealousy creeping up. They play the victim a lot. Well, why would you go with them? I mean, I wanted to go too. And I, that person, when you really weren't being malicious, you just happened to go on a day when that friend wasn't available. Um, they minimize other people's feelings. They minimize other people so that they can feel better about themselves. They'll make fun of people. They'll tear them down. They'll be negative about other people so that they can feel better about themselves because they are jealous, 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 jealous. And that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate because it doesn't have to be that way. When you're happy for other people, you just get to be happy. <laughs> That's the thing. If you're jealous of other people, you're only happy when you're succeeding. But you're not going to succeed as much because you're breeding negativity. When we're happy for our friends, we just get to be happy more. And I think that should happen more often. The next one. The controller. The controller. What's the controller do? Well, they try to control everything around them, obviously. Um... Even like really tiny decisions that don't even matter, they want to control it. And they make, because they feel the need to control everything, they try to make you feel like you can't do anything right. They try to make you feel like you are 
inadequate or you are um, not capable of making right decisions or using good judgment. They need to be in charge of every decision, every decision. And we see that um, through manipulation a lot of times. A lot of manipulators are, they're just there. That's all manipulation is. They're just trying to control the, the narrative, control the setting, control the decision, control everything. Um, they'll pretend to like you and other people so that they can get in and go ahead and put their decisions where they want them. Um, and they'll want to make decisions about stuff that doesn't even affect them or their family unit. There's all the reason people's business. They just want to control everything, which is just in and of itself exhausting. Um, the next one, speaking of faking things, is... The liar. The liar. Well, what do they do? They tell lies constantly and for no reason. Like, sometimes people just tell lies just to see if they can get away with it. And it is stupid. <laughs> it's a sin, but it's stupid. Um, they will guilt trip. They're very good at guilt trips, these liars are. Um, and through through their lying and their guilt tripping um it's manipulation again it's manipulation um and they'll gaslight you like they'll do something and then oh i didn't do that what are you talking about oh i didn't mean it that way what are you talking about all right well i didn't i didn't ignore you on purpose what are you talking about again read the room read the situation Sometimes people really weren't intentionally ignoring you, but when it's all the time or when they only have time for you when they need something or when they act like you're crazy because you're confronting their poor behavior. What are you talking about? I didn't do that. Uh, uh, yeah, you did. And then there's the guilt trip. Why would you do that to me? Why would you act like I'm this way? Why would you? You hurt me. And now, now you're the bad guy. Right? So, so far we've had the narcissist, the vampire, the green-eyed monster, the controller, and the liar. Last, and unfortunately the most common, I think, is the drama magnet. Contrary to popular belief, it's not just women who enjoy drama. I know plenty of men who act like females. And I don't mean they're effeminate. I mean, they're hyper-emotional. I mean, they are catty. They're petty. And they just enjoy drama for no reason. I know them. I didn't say I hang out with them. <laughs> I said I know them. Um, what, what does the drama magnet do? They feed off of gossip. And drama that once again has nothing to do with their life, but they will interject themselves into a situation because they don't know how to exist without drama. That's their default. Drama is their default. And oh, here comes Onyx. Hi, Onyx. Thank you for giving me hold it. Onyx has a toy like mobile snake, which is actually a cat toy, but he really enjoys scaring people with it. It's true, boy. All right. Bye, friend.
Bye. I'm currently at my parents' home in my dad's home office recording this episode while my kids play. Anyways, we're back. The drama magnet. Uh, They feed off of gossip. And let me tell you, if they're willing to talk to you, they probably have already been talking about you. That's what a gossip does. They just talk. They just talk nonstop. Uh, Things that don't concern them. Things that don't affect their family unit. Things that have nothing to do with them. Things that will actually hurt people and not help people. There's gossiping, just talking for no reason. And there's been more than one time. Well, I've had to shut some stuff down and redirect. There was one time when uh, someone was running their mouth about how I parent my children and how I decided um, who should or shouldn't uh, be caring for my child uh, at a certain point in time. And I had to have a talk with them. You know, I said, I am the one that birthed that child. I am the one the Lord trusts to take to take care of him. And I am doing that. You do not know the situation. You do not know what's going on. And I would appreciate if you kept your mouth shut. Don't even mention my child's name again. I did it. Scout's honor. I did it. And um, it was an uncomfortable conversation for a second. But they were like, oh, I didn't know all that was going on. I said, exactly. You didn't know. But you still talked. So. That's what a gossip does. They talk. Even when they don't know stuff, they still talk. Drama seems to follow them. It doesn't really follow them. They just create it wherever they go. When someone says, I just don't understand. Uh, I just don't understand why there's so much, you know, why I always have drama in my life. And why people bring their drama to me. And why people tell me their business. They tell you because you listen. That's why. I don't know why people gossip to me. Because you listen. It'll take about one time of you shutting them down. And they're going to get really uncomfortable talking to you. But you actually like to hear the gossip. So you just let them talk. Participation is just as bad as execution. Just because you're not the one executing and uh, acting out gossiping. You are participating by listening. If you would shut it down, they'd quit talking to you. So maybe let's ask ourselves, why don't we shut gossips down more often? So they create drama wherever they go. And they intentionally put people in uncomfortable situations. They intentionally make uncomfortable comments or uncomfortable jokes. Or they intentionally make um, put people together who they know... Um, are not the best mix or um, they say crude things or um, even if they don't believe what they're saying, they'll just tell an out and out lie just to get a reaction. Those are drama magnets. Recognize them. Here's the thing. Biblically, every single person that I have described so far, these types of, I'm sure there's other types of toxic people. But these types of toxic people, the narcissist, the vampire, the controller, the liar, the green-eyed monster, the drama magnet, all of these people cause division. That's the problem with toxic people. They cause division. They separate you. Even if they're not talking about someone else to you and they're they're just draining you of your energy, draining you of uh, your desire to even be around people. They're making you want to isolate. And withdrawal, that's division. The people who are jealous, 
and can't be happy for anybody else. That's division. The people who uh, are narcissistic and, and want to uh, want to only care about themselves and don't really care about you and don't really, that causes division. Those who want to control the narrative so much that they're willing to lie to get what they want or act like they like certain people to get what they want, that's division. And scripture says to mark them that cause division. I think we get caught up, um, we get hung up really, um, pulled between loving people and marking people. Now, there are some people who just go around marking anybody for any reason. Bible doesn't just say mark people and shun them for no reason. It said if they're causing division, mark them. Meaning, in our current terms, note it and create distance. Not that it will be comfortable, but note it and create distance because they're creating division in the body and that's not normal. It's not natural. It's not okay. I don't know one arm that's like, I'd really like to be separated from the body now. I don't know of one foot, one toe that's like, I wish someone would just cut me off of this body already. The body of Christ doesn't want to be separated. The body of Christ needs to be in unity. And these people, these toxic people, whether they are in your family or whether they are uh, in in your circle of friends, whether they are people you work with, uh, it, it, people are every, people, toxic people are everywhere. These people are causing division. Mark them. Mark them. You don't have to be bosom buddies with these people. Now, you may still have to work with them. Sometimes you got to work with a, a vampire. Sometimes you got to work with a, someone who's always criticizing you. Or some, sometimes you got to work with a negative person who's pessimistic all the time and can't be made happy. Sometimes you have to work with those people. Sometimes you have to be family with those people. That doesn't mean you have to trust them. It doesn't mean you have to be around them all the time. It doesn't mean any of those things. You could mark them, create distance. Even if you can't create physical distance, you can create emotional distance. Quit letting them affect you. Quit letting them determine your decisions. Quit letting them decide where you do and don't go. Quit letting them. They don't have to be in charge of your life. They don't have to be the boss of you. Even though some of them really want to be. These are toxic people. Toxic people. So take a look in the mirror first. We are very quick to say, oh, that person's toxic and that person's toxic and that. But we're very quick to point the fingers to other people. Our first stop should be by the mirror. Let's stop a minute, look in the mirror. Am I any of these people? Are there issues from my past uh, or insecurities that are resurfacing that are, are is making me act like super controlling? Is there something that I'm not happy about with myself that's making me be extremely jealous and turn into that green-eyed monster? Am I being super needy right now because of some life circumstance that I'm in currently and so I'm constantly draining people but not giving life back to them in any way am I being a vampire look at it check yourself and then once you've checked yourself and you've prayed about it Lord reveal these things to me help me to be more like you help me to be Christ-like once you have done that then take inventory of your people of the people that are in your life. If you're if you're with somebody 
And you notice right after you leave them, you are just drained, emotionally, mentally drained. You need to check. Is that happening? Is this just the first time it happened? Or is this happening a lot? Your family unit deserves the best version of you. And if you are constantly giving you out to everybody else, you're constantly letting people control or manipulate. You're letting people uh, sow seeds of jealousy or you're letting people um, criticize you or you need that wears on you. And your family's not getting the best you. You're not getting the best you. So stop by the mirror, do introspection. Check out your friends and family, do inventory. So we have talked about toxic people today, the narcissist, the vampire, the green-eyed monster, the controller, the liar, the drama magnet. You know who you are. <laughs> and they're about to find out who they are if they're these people. Y'all pray for them. They need it. All right. I hope this has been helpful. We'll see y'all next time. Well, that was fun. Uh, I'm glad you stuck around for the whole thing. And thank you for talking to me today. Y'all go like and follow and review and do all the podcast things that people do. And um, don't forget to be a good human. <laughs>